Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Present Podcast, the solo edition. My name is Daniel Mulgan, and today we're going to talk about the importance of focusing and specializing in life and business. You see, uh, in the book uh, Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill, one of the major keys to riches and the skills of success was called specialized knowledge. Now, in that book, the author talked a lot about the importance of getting specialized and focused and trying to become the master of your field. Now, that book, of course, was written in the 20th century. Now we're in the year 2020, and the world has changed dramatically ever since, but that wisdom is still true. And today, of course, I'd like to talk more about the issue of staying focused and what it really means to uh, remain focused on various things in life that are truly important. Because In the modern world, despite all the advancements that we have right now in this world, unfortunately, we are also dealing with a lot of distractions. So the world today is more distracting than ever before. Now, we all carry smartphones in our pockets every single day, and we somehow don't understand how much time we are wasting on these things. And other than that, we have like Netflix, we have the television, we have like almost almost any possible way to grab our attention. And other than that, to make matters worse, we are drowning in options in the modern world. An 18-year-old can just say like, well, I could be an astronaut, I could be a business person, I could be, I could be an athlete, I could be like, like the options are just limitless. And the majority of psychological research has proven that when we face with so many options, our first reaction is to paralyze, to be paralyzed and like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do right now? I don't know what to do because you get dis- you know, somehow discouraged because there are so many options available. And in life, it is the exact same thing. So in any area of your life, when you have so many options, it almost becomes impossible to cho- make a you know, good choice. And once you do make that choice, it becomes even harder to be happy with that choice, right? And whether it is to choose uh, your, your career, whether it is to choose a place to stay, whether it is to choose, I don't know, a lifestyle, once you have too many options, it becomes a lot harder to make decisions. And the problem with that is that in the modern world, unfortunately, not only we have so many options, we just somehow, I guess it's like the new modern culture, is that we are not so much into sticking to things because we have grown up in a world where everything that we wanted was available by a simple tap on our smartphones. And this instant gratification culture has made it almost uh, archaic for us to want to look for, uh, for example, a path of mastery in life. We, we think of mastery as this old-fashioned thing where – uh, you know, in the ancient time, people just had a lot of free time, so they became good at st- that. What they did became like masters of their fields. And in the modern world, unfortunately, it's like, why should I master something or learn something when I can just Google it, right? Uh, but the fact of the matter is that in life and in business, uh, in the modern world, it is very, very important for us to know what it means to focus on whatever it is that we are doing. And this allows us to make better decisions. So today, first of all, I'd like to start off with the importance of focus and mastery in a world where we are unfortunately seeing more and more people that are jacks of all trades, but master of none. And that's a serious problem because nowadays it's almost easy to become relatively good at anything. You see, I mean, like just you have Google right now, so you can learn almost any skill at an amateur or novice level almost instantaneously. Just go online and just find a way to, you know, just Google it, maybe on YouTube, and you find a way to do it, right? 
And uh, the problem with that is, even though nowadays we are being told that it's okay to be jack of all trades and master of none, the fact of the matter is that there's something that you don't know, and that's called competition. You see, the modern world is riddled with competition. And unfortunately, it's only the best who will get the best results. It is proven that in all organizations, the top 20% will make 80% of the money. Among salespeople, the top 20% of all salespeople make 80% of the money. The top 20% of experts grab 80% of the attention. Uh, In any area of life, the top 20% are reaping the 80% of the, the, the rewards. And the rest of the rewards, that 20%, is for that masses of people, 80%, right? And I don't know, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are somebody who wishes to be in the top 20%. I doubt that somebody who is okay being average and being in the the masses of 80% of the people would ever just take the time to just listen to a podcast like this because you probably, if you were that kind of person, you'd probably just right now be binge watching on Netflix or just wasting your time smoking pot and doing weird stuff. Uh, But You're listening to this podcast right now, and that means you want to get to the top. You want to be one of the best in your field, and uh, definitely you do have the potential. If you're listening to this podcast right now, please do know that you are a part of the the elite, the minorities. You, You care about your personal development. You understand that it is important to improve yourself, and that is why you're listening. And if you are listening, you should understand that you deserve to be in the top 20%. And the people who are in the top 20% of any field or any area of life, be it sports, be it finance, be it politics, be it business, be it academia, uh, arts, humanities, it doesn't really matter. These are the people who have dedicated their lives. These are the people who have concentrated their effort on one thing and have become very, very darn good at it. And that is why you should understand that in the modern world, if you want to compete, if you want to reach the top, you simply cannot be jack of all trades. You have to invest in what we call specialized knowledge, according to the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich. So you are saying like, well, Dan, but what are the benefits? I mean, like I'm still, I'm already pretty good at what I do and I can compete pretty easily. Well, I got some bad news for you. Maybe as of today, Maybe right now you're a good salesperson. Maybe you're an industry leader right now in your field. But I got some bad news for you. The first one is AI. Artificial intelligence is reportedly going to take away a lot of our jobs that are currently being done by the masses of people. You see, when you are looking at yourself and you're saying, well, I can compete with people, if you really want to you know, look down at the whole concept, you have to understand that you should not just uh, you know, consider competing with other people as your target because to win the future, you also have to compete with artificial intelligence. And as you know, AI is pretty good at tasks that are uh, rudimentary, that are repetitive, and that more importantly, do not require excellent mastery level skills. I mean, right now, if you just turn on, uh, let's say, I don't know if you use uh, Google Translate, Google Translate will understand the majority of the things you tell it in any language. Now, it doesn't understand everything you say, and it doesn't understand it like, like a native speaker does, but it does understand it pretty well. So think of just a foreign language uh, skill, right? Let's say that your level of uh, fluency in a foreign language right now is at peak mastery versus someone whose level of fluency in a foreign language is about intermediate. Understand, your simple 
you know, a smartphone right now that is equipped with a uh, Google Translate can easily outperform you in all the spoken conversations with the app called Google Translate. So if they put Google Translate right there and they put you next to the, you know, the, the phone, basically, that phone will outdo you because you have an intermediate proficiency in English uh, or, 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 I don't know, Portuguese or Japanese or whatever foreign language that is for you. And this app right here will outperform you every single time. However, you put that smartphone right here and then you put a native speaker or somebody who has reached a very high level of fluency in a foreign language. Guess who is going to win? Now, it is true that all technology will be developed, but like everything else in life, no matter how developed the AI gets, still the mind of a master, somebody who has truly mastered a field, can even outperform the most developed forms of artificial intelligence. So this applies to everything. So in the, in the world of the future, AI can do almost any job that is done on a, an average level, be it even selling to people. Just wait for the time when AI can create robots uh, with, who are capable of actually selling on the phone or robots uh, and AIs that are capable of you know, selling via email marketing or telemarketing. Just wait until AI can replace the majority of nurses and doctors that perform at an you know, average level. Just wait until AI replace most jobs of most average ordinary educators or ordinary teachers or ordinary anything. You see, that's the problem. We are headed towards a world and towards a path where ordinary and average will be bashed and ruthlessly replaced by AI in every area of life. And because of this, now more than ever, it is the time to commit yourself to mastery. Because understand this, at the time when Google Translate AI can replace an average performer in any foreign language, and I mean any because I speak a lot of them and I've practiced them with uh, Google Translate almost most languages that I speak, and it's true. Like if you bring right now an AI algorithm that speaks a foreign language with an uh, you know average performing person, you see just, wow, they're just unbelievable. And this is not just for language learning. It applies to everything, be it pattern recognition and stock picking, uh, be it focus on knowing which customers to sell, uh, be it to know what contents to advertise to what type of marketplace. These are all things, and AI is getting good at this stuff. And that's not just in business. The same thing applies in medicine. The same thing applies even in arts. Do you guys know that AI right now is actually capable of creating arts, philosophy, movie scripts, drawings? This is the world of the future. You're saying, well, okay, well, then I don't have to worry about the language stuff. I, I work in arts. It doesn't matter what your field is. Artificial intelligence is going to take your job unless you are so darn good. You're such a master of your field that AI just can't keep up because AI really cannot at this point and for the next, for let's say like 20, 30 years, cannot compete with mastery level performance. In less than two decades, that is 2020, right? So 2020, we're now in the year 2020. In less than 20 years, that is by 2040, the majority of average level jobs can easily be automated by AI. And this is not just about rudimentary things. 
we're not talking about like driving or something. Those stuff's going to happen less than 10 years. So if you're a driver, I'm sorry, you're going to have to think about a career because self-driving cars are right going to be here very soon. So I'm not talking about like rudimentary tasks, whether it is, uh, for example, uh, driving or moving things around or, or being a pilot. These things, of course, will definitely be replaced very easily. But I'm talking about things that we always assume that are there, there for people. I'm talking about like creative thinking. I'm talking about understanding emotions. I'm talking about therapy for crying out loud. I'm talking about things that we've always thought belong to humans. And these things can also at some point be replaced by AI technology. However, in all these aforementioned fields, no matter how great the AI is, AIs could not, by my estimation, for the foreseeable future, for the next three to four decades at least, if not more, cannot compete with mastery-level performance in anything, including driving. So if you want to like be a race driver or something like this, commit to mastery. So now that we understand why, now that you have the leverage, you know, why it is important to commit to mastery. And you understand it's not just about, you know, outperforming your other human competitors. We are now in a world where you have to consider, seriously, you have to consider competition with AI. This is a part of your future career. It's a part of your future decisions. And you need to make those right now. So now we've realized why it is important. Let's talk about how. You see, the path to mastery is marked by repetition, hard work, and long-term perspective. You see, it is quite easy to try something for a while, get bored, like, yeah, I'm done with that. I'm going to try something else. That's easy. And ask why losers do that. You see, losers try something for a while. They get a little bit good at it. And say, well, I'm kind of good now. I want to try something else. And they move on to something else before ever having had the opportunity or the chance to perform well in that thing. Don't think like losers. Commit to mastery. And understand that no matter how good you are in your field right now, you can always get better. Whatever it is that you're doing, you can always get better. Secondly, masters are focused. They do not try to do many different things. They are great at delegation. I was, I I had actually a a message a while back said, Dan, uh, do you cook? I said, no, of course not. Said, Dan, do you want to learn to cook? I said, no, of course I don't want to learn how how to cook. And they said, what if you have the time? What if you have free time for one week? Would you learn how to cook? I said, no, of course not. And they say, but why? Everybody learns how to cook a little bit. And the answer is mastery. Because I prefer my food to be cooked by the best chefs who have done this for years and years and know how to cook well. And I prefer to delegate the, ta- the task of cooking to a chef than to you know spend my time dabbling and go, okay, so some eggs in here and just become an average thing. So delegation is a necessity if you want to be a master. It means that I right now, there are very few things that I do every day. I do a lot of them. And then I delegate all the other tasks and I do not try things. And if I'm not going to commit to excellence in something, in most cases, I prefer to delegate that task to somebody else. So in life, ask yourself, you're now perhaps spending uh, you know, your day on a lot of tasks and activities. Ask yourself, how could I automate or delegate a lot of these tasks in order to free up time for the things that matter? 
You see, whether it is marketing on social media, whether it is, uh, you know, getting good at job interviews, whether it is to improve your skills uh, in your field, you want to delegate and automate a lot of the tasks that will take away the time that will then allow you to focus that time on the few things that you're really good at. The art of getting, fo- you know, focused. So whatever it comes to whatever I do right now, I ask myself, how can I free up time in order to do the things that I know I'm the best at and then not even concern myself with the other stuff? Because understand this, people around you are, are always going to like want to do different things. And if you want to commit to excellence and mastery, you probably will sometimes seem like, oh, that, that's just pretty, well, come on, man, you got to do something, take it easy. But understand this. Most people are not going to be top performers. That's physically impossible. Most people are going to be average performers. And if you want to be a top performer, you cannot listen to most people. That's number one. Number two, an important skill in becoming a master is learning to say no. Learn this word. This word, no. And when I'm learning a foreign language, I learned a word, no, before I learned a word, yes. Why? Because it is so important in reaching master in your field. Saying no allows you to free up time to focus on mastery. Every single day, you are bombarded by options. You're bombarded by proposals. You're bombarded by requests. Your friends say, hey, you want to do this? No. So you want to go there? No. So you want to take this project? No. You learn to say no and you say it easily, confidently, and without feeling bad, you're like, but, but I'm saying, no, this might break this person's heart. Life is about being a win-win thinker. Are you willing to lose your future? Because uh, you just, you're, you're such a people pleaser that you cannot say no to people around you? That makes no sense. So you cannot be a people pleaser and successful at the same time. I have not met anybody who was a people pleaser who could not say no to people and who was successful. Not even one. I've never seen it in my entire life. And I'm looking around for these people all the time, right? So learn to say no. Learn to say no to tasks, activities, jobs, or uh, I don't know, some uh, demands on your time that are not in alignment with your path of mastery, with the one or the few things you're really good at. And learn to say no. Your friend might say, well, might say like, so uh, listen, Dan, uh, you got some time to uh, to do this thing for me? Uh, okay, so. We want to help people, right? But then you ask yourself, am I the best person in this situation to help this person? Maybe, uh, I don't know, he wants uh, me to go pick her up at the airport. Well, am I like the best case right now? Couldn't I just perhaps use Uber or call the taxi so get her to be picked up from the airport without me having to, you know, drive in traffic and waste three hours? So somebody asks, well, could you please do this thing for me? Like, well... Is there no other way? Is there no other person who could help this person uh, to get this job done? Because understand this. This is very important. It's about time. Mastery is about time. It's about putting 10,000 hours of practice and focus in one area of life. And you simply cannot reach that 10,000 hours you know, soon enough if you're saying yes, yes, yes to everybody and everything, whatever. Okay. So learn to say no. Learn to say no to anything that is not in alignment with your main path in life. This allows you to stay focused and to remain on the main path. This is very important. I am saying no every single day, all the time. Do you have time for this? No. Are you ready for this? No. Are we going to go? No. 
Can we do it this week? No, next week. You see, you got to say no. And if you cannot say no, the seeds of greatness is not in you. So first, please remove that people-pleasing you know, habit and put the seed of success that requires you to say no to people around you all the time to free up time. Now, after this, the next stage is about committing to excellence. Understand this. The top performers are there for a reason because they are committed to being the best in their field. And you want to do the exact same thing. So ask yourself, am I getting better and better at what I do every single darn day or not? If you're not committed to getting better and better every single day, then there is a problem here. And the problem is you cannot reach excellence because excellence takes a lot of time. But at the same time, it requires consistent action maintained over a long period of time. So ask yourself, are you getting better at whatever it is that you're doing that you think is your main thing every single day? Now, of course, I'm saying every single day, there are days you'll be sick. There are days you will just not feel like it is quite normal. But for the most part, we're talking about, you know, that direction that you're headed. Is this upward or downward? Or just, you know, uh, you're just flat. So focus on that and focus on getting a little bit better at your field every single day. And that's going to hopefully get, get you to uh, master the performance. And finally, this is very important. You need to change your social circle. It is said that you are the some of the five people you spend the most time with. And as you probably know, my social circle is getting changed and reformed every few years. So a lot of the people that I used to hang out with 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, are not in my life right now. And this should be the same case for you because you simply cannot habitually associate with the same people if you want to have a high quality master level lifestyle. You just can't do that. You cannot hang out with people who are average performers and expect to be a master. Because you know what? Because you know what? I'll tell you what. Because you then commit to excellence and then your buddy says, well, why do you want to spend the weekend working on this project? Take it easy, man. Let's go watch this. Let's watch the game together, man. Come on. Life's short. Like He's like, well, yeah, he's right. Life is very short. We should do that. And then boom, you lose that weekend and then probably the next and the next. So understand this. You cannot become a master and remain a master if you are continuously hanging out with people who have no concept of mastery. So trying to create a social circle by hanging out with people or spending time with people that are going to be master, you will take your life to a next level. Now, you don't have to physically be there with them. You can actually be with them through your thoughts. For example, right now, you're spending time with me. If you're listening to this program right now, it's as if we are sitting down, I don't know, somewhere in a cafe and we're chatting. So you don't have to meet your mentors. You, if you're listening right now, maybe you have never met me in, my, in your entire life and have never seen you in my life. But... You're listening to me. You see, this is spending time. On an intellectual level, we are spending time together. You see? And you can do the exact same thing with other mentors. Why don't you go right now and ask us, who are the masters in my field? And then go get their books, get their audiobooks, get their podcasts, spend time with them intellectually by going through their material, their books. Now, ideally, you also want to look around in your social circle. So, in, in my office, in my school, in my college, uh, which people do I know who are also committed to being the master? And go spend time with them and break up with your loser friends. Understand, eagles fly with eagles. 
and turkeys scratch with turkeys. Now, we all, not all, but most of us, at least I was that way probably, most of us are born as <laughs> little chickens. And then we, at some point, if we somehow, uh, you know, uh, have the courage and hard work, we become turkeys. Then after that, maybe you start flying a little bit and eventually you might become an eagle. But the point is this, at any stage of development, you need a new social circle. You simply cannot. You say, well, well, I've known my loser friend for 15 years. Well, if you want to take it to the next level, you probably should spend less time with your loser friend and focus on what truly matters. Because ultimately, your social circle will always show your level of mastery. Because people of every social level, and it's not just about money here, it's about any skill. Top professors hang out with top professors. Top artists, singers, and dancers spend time with other top artists, singers, and dancers. They do not spend time with lower artists, singers, and dancers. They just don't. Because I know such people in my life. I've seen the habits of certain singers who spend time with certain other singers. And he's just refused to spend time with lower level singers. Top business people generally hang out with other business people who are of the same net worth or above, you see. The same thing applies in any area of life, whether it's sports, whether it's anything. So understand that, and you're saying, well, well but uh, how, how could I just do this? We call this the fade out method. So the way to remove negative uh, influence from your social circle is to gradually fade out of those relationships and while simultaneously looking for better and uh, more sustainable relationships. So as you are looking for the next top players in your field to become friends with, you will have to gradually tune out of the relationships that are not going anywhere. And this allows you to stay focused because we are humans and we are social creatures. We simply cannot reject and ignore the impact that social and peer influence has on us. I have been studying this subject for many years now. Even if I get into a group of people that are thinking in a way that is drastically different in mind, even someone like me who knows this process consciously, I will become a victim of it and I will be influenced by them. So understand this. This applies to all of us. Whether you know this process consciously or not, we are being influenced by our social circle 24-7. It's kind of like advertisement. I can tell you, I'm an advertiser. I work in sales. I work in business. But I can easily become the victim of advertising if I see an ad long enough that it plays in front of my, my head all, long enough and, you know, repeatedly enough, eventually I will buy that stuff, even though I know that this is all junk. So, Understand the importance of influence and change that social circle. Hang out with other masters. And I told you earlier, if you don't have physical access to them, don't worry. You can still hang out with them intellectually by reading their books, reading their autobiographies, by listening to their podcasts, or being around other their other students, basically, right? So there's always a way to do that. And once you put it all together, you realize that it's very, very important to commit to excellence to take the path of mastery and to understand that you can and you will achieve much greater results if you are a master than if you are a jack of all trades. Uh, that's all, all the time we have for right now. I hope you enjoyed this uh, basically short talk. Uh, of course, if you have any uh, suggestions or requirements, please send us 
on our way, you can contact me or the producer, uh, basically Puya LJ, and hopefully we'll reach you guys and help you in this regard. That's all the time we have for. Thank you very much. And this was Daniel Mulkin. Thank you.